Smile, though your heart is aching. Smile, even though it's breaking. When there are clouds. Well, greetings, June Squad. It is I, Jay, Master of All Things Nerdy. No, this is not the Just Us Nerds podcast. I am without Chris. Uh, I am trying something new. Uh, this is my movie review of the uh, the movie Joker. I just finished watching it. Uh, uh, it's been a little harder lately for Chris and I to get together, so I thought maybe I could try recording a couple of individual reviews, and I'm sure Chris and I will talk about the movie once he's seen it. Um, this is going to be a fairly spoiler-heavy review, so uh, if you haven't seen The Joker... Uh, you might want to stop. Um, you've been warned. Great. So Todd Phillips is the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Um, I have mixed feelings about this movie. Uh, I, you know, it, it's no secret that when the movie was first announced, I had uh, my my doubts about uh, a uh, basically a what I called a Moriarty movie without the Sherlock Holmes. I, I I said, how do you make a, a movie about the Joker without having Batman? And uh, after watching the movie, I can say it can be done. Um, I'll, I'll say overall, uh, I enjoyed this movie, um, but I don't feel the need to ever see it again, which I know is going to make it sound like I didn't like it. There are movies like that where it's it's like, yes, I saw it, uh, I it was well made, I like things about it, but I just, there's a certain emotional experience that goes along with this movie that I feel like, okay, I, I felt it, and I don't think I ever need to see that again, and this is one of those movies. Um, so what do I, what do I like about this? Uh, well, Todd Phillips really has the, the, the look uh, of like a 1980s kind of gritty Martin Scorsese film. So the, the look of it is great. Uh, of course, Joaquin Phoenix's performance is amazing. Um, he, I'm pretty sure he's on screen the entire uh, film. So he, he really does carry this movie. Uh, I've, I've already, before going into the, the movie, I had uh, watched the review by uh, Bob Chipman. He goes by the handle Movie Bob on YouTube. Uh, a great movie reviewer, by the way, far more talented than myself, so I urge you to check out his channel on YouTube. But um, a couple points that I'll bring up, I'm not trying to parrot what, what he said, but I, I think I, I some points that uh, movie Bob made that I think are, are some uh, fair complaints uh, about this movie. But anyway, sorry, back to what I liked about it. Um, Joaquin Phoenix's performance is captivating. I mean, he is just a, an incredibly talented actor. You really just forget that, um, that it's him. I mean, he, he takes on this role, and it's, uh, it's captivating in like a grotesque sort of way. Um, and I mean that as a compliment, not, not at all a, 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 a disrespect to the actor. Uh, there are a few callbacks. They're, they're subtle. I'm sure maybe there's even more than I caught. But there are some callbacks to the comic books, in fact. Uh, the 
whole notion of the Joker going on a late night talk show and murdering someone uh, is that that's a clear callback to the Dark Knight Returns, and I, I enjoyed that. Uh, I I thought the decision to give him a neurologic condition, uh, uh, where the, the the laughing condition was an interesting choice, and it was something that uh, I, we haven't frankly seen before, and I, I enjoyed that. Uh, all things considered, the fact that I, I just doubted that you could even make a movie like this in the first place, um, and if you hear some little noises in the background, that's my infant daughter, uh, yes, yes, Mrs. Mastman and I uh, welcomed our uh, our second child into the world about seven weeks ago. So that's little baby Maya making her podcast debut. So you might hear a couple squeaks and coos, and if she gets a little too fussy, I might uh, have to pause and, uh, and resume. But considering that uh, I, I didn't even think that you could do a movie about the Joker and the fact that I walked out of it uh, enjoying parts of it, um, I, I think is, is an achievement right there. Um, it is, I mean, it, it's a story of uh, a man's decline. And uh, at the beginning of the movie, Arthur's not, he's not that, that, uh, that good off to begin with. So he doesn't have that far to fall, so to speak. But, um, yeah, it's, it's really, uh, it is a, a story of, of tragedy. Um, I, I felt a little, so now I'm kind of getting into the things I, uh, that I didn't work for me with the movie. Uh, and this is, I'm kind of parroting one of uh, Movie Bob's observations of the movie. Uh, the theme, there's a very strong theme in this movie about the sort of the haves and the have-nots and and what happens to a society when you have disparities in wealth and I, I just felt that Todd Phillips was really kind of trying to hammer that uh, that point um, and, and and it's best kind of shown in the sort of the the climax of the film after uh, just or excuse me just before Joaquin Phoenix before the Joker kills uh, kills Murray, uh, where he gives this impassioned speech. And I, I don't know, it just, it didn't work for me because I, I, I felt like, it's like Todd, I, I get, and Maya agrees. I'm like, Todd, uh, I know where you were going, man. Like, you don't have to hit me over the head with this. I'm not, I'm not dense. Uh, I, I like it sometimes when storytellers make us work a little bit. I like, I like a little bit of that ambiguity. I, I didn't need Joaquin Phoenix, uh, oh my god, I keep referring to him as Joaquin Phoenix, I didn't need the Joker to, uh, to give me that, that, that whole kind of rationale. I was like, I, I, I get it. Um, so that was something that didn't work for me. I, honestly, uh, I did not like the portrayal of Thomas Wayne in this film, and I don't think I'm alone in that. I, I didn't like the, the portrayal of, of Thomas Wayne. Uh, I leaned over to my wife at one point watching the movie, and I said, man, you know, Batman's dad is kind of a dick. Um, and I, I kind of get, like, for storytelling purposes, you had to do this because 
we needed we we have to sit with the Joker with Arthur for two hours and be able to sympathize with him. And if uh, if he hadn't been a sympathetic character, then I understand that would have been tough. So you have to make Thomas Wayne a jerk. I just it didn't really work for me, and I felt like they went a little overboard. Uh, I mean, he was just straight up a, a, a douche in, in this movie, and, and I just I didn't like it. I, I felt like that was not necessary. I felt almost like you could have done this movie without even including the Waynes, and it still would have been a good movie. Uh, I did not need to see the whole origin of Batman take place uh, in the movie. And there is something to be said about the—I'm I'm speaking specifically about the origin of Batman— about his parent and Maya, you have an opinion too. You want to share? Yeah. Okay. There's something to be said about Batman's origins just coming out of random chaos of just uh, his, you know, he and his his parents are just in the wrong place at the wrong time, and they happen upon a mugger. Uh, whereas in the way it happens in this movie, where they are victims of the violence of this sort of this wave of just kind of anti-rich. Um, uh, sentiment that is overtaking the city. It, there's just something that feels less random about it, a little more kind of calculated. And I don't know. I just I think that the the death of the Waynes, for me, story wise, makes more sense when it's more of just sort of a senseless kind of random act. Um, so that that's that's my thought about that. Um, you could have excluded the Waynes, and I think the movie still would have been fine. It doesn't hurt the movie too much, but I just I didn't care for the portrayal of uh, of Thomas Wayne. Um, I and this is a very minor. So I was thinking about this as I was watching the the movie. Uh, I I work in the in the healthcare profession, and I, I work with people that have mental illness, and I I could see. Well, first of all, I could see how some people might have a problem with this movie, that they might think that this movie is in some way glorifying violence as a solution for for inequality. I can see it. I don't agree with that, per se. Uh, I, I think that the movie, if anything, shows that when people are put under tremendous pressure, that they can... It, they, it, it changes them, and some people... Uh, some people thrive, and then some people just give in to their um, basic instincts. And uh, I honestly, I, I think like that. Uh, if that was the message that Todd Phillips was going for, it's very timely because I I feel like right now, sort of my own feelings of what's happening in in my country, that fear has driven a lot of people just to give in to their most horrible and basic instincts. So I, I think that's a very timely message. Um, another another thing, I, I, I wouldn't exactly call it a problem, uh, but I do think that uh -oh, this little lady's getting a little fussy, so I'm going to pause this, and we're back. So, um, uh, something else that maybe is a minor problem, a thought that I had, was that I, I could see how this movie could reinforce stereotypes about mentally ill people being dangerous. Uh, I'd... I just think that's a side effect of the sort of the substance of of the the, the subject of the of the art, so to speak. I, I I don't think there's any way to avoid that if you're if you're dealing with a subject like the the Joker, uh, that that is always going to come up. That is is that there's it 
there's always the chance you're going to reinforce stereotypes that people have about the mentally ill uh, as being dangerous. And I, 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 I think that that is something that should be considered, although um, I, I'm not sure exactly what to do with it. So I'm bringing the issue up, but I don't have an answer for it. It's just kind of an observation that I had. Um, any any other things I didn't like about this movie? Uh, that that's pretty much it. I I enjoyed it. I don't I don't think I need to see it again. I think it's a it's an interesting. Todd Phillips did something very interesting here with the origin of of the Joker. I stand by my earlier statement opinion that the Joker is a much more interesting character when you don't know what his origins are. Uh, that's one of my favorite things about Christopher Nolan's depiction of him in The Dark Knight is that he keeps giving people a different origin and you, you don't really know what's the truth. And I, I think that movie villains or movie monsters, because I think the Joker is in some way a, a monster, uh, are more terrifying when you don't know kind of their origins, when you don't know what the monster wants or what, what their motivation is is I think it's just there's something more frightening about that. For example, see Michael Myers in Halloween, see the evil force in Evil Dead, see the original alien and uh and you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. So I think that Heath Ledger's performance is probably still my favorite on-screen live-action Joker. No disrespect to Joaquin Phoenix, I think his was brilliant. I, I found his portrayal to be sometimes incongruent. That is to say that sometimes Arthur Fleck seemed like this very kind of nervous, jumpy character. In other portions, he was more sort of irate and, and sharp-tongued. Other times, he seemed more stoic. And I... I uh, it it was not keep in mind this is i felt this was if i were to rank this by severity i would say it is a it was something that i noticed that was a mild problem uh, i understand watching the movie that this is we're watching the evolution of a character from someone who is a, a tragic character someone who is a victim who then uh becomes a, an aggressor uh, th that was something else that I, I think I, I liked about the movie was the some of the I, I saw this and maybe Todd Phillips had intended it the juxtaposition of Arthur Fleck or the, the the Joker being beaten up in that alley and then Bruce Wayne's parents being shot in I don't know if it was the same alley or but, but just to have Joker have that moment in the film. I, I was wondering, is, is Todd Phillips sort of paralleling the origins of these two characters? So you, with, with Arthur getting beaten up in that alley, that was sort of the beginning. That was setting him on the path of becoming the Joker, just as Bruce Wayne having his parents murdered in front of him was the beginning of him becoming Batman. And that is something that interests me because there's always been this contrast between Batman and his rogues galleries. They all... Pretty much, they all share a common root of trauma. So Batman, of course, with, with his parents being murdered, we have uh, Harvey Two-Face 
is uh, scarred by acid. We have whatever happened to the Joker in this in, in this iteration. We know that kind of progressive traumas that he's had. We have Mister Freeze losing his his wife, uh, and they all they they kind of go a different road of it. Oh, and I should mention also kind of his his uh, his support. Uh, like Robin and Nightwing and uh, I don't know so much about Batgirl, but they all kind of share traumas too. So uh, uh, Robin, the Tim Drake Robin's father was killed by Two-Face and uh, uh, Dick Grayson's parents were were killed by, uh, I think it's Eddie Zuko. They're, they're, anyway, they're killed by a gangster. I'm, I'm really kind of getting into deep nerd territory now with the name dropping, but the, the difference... Batman has always, in some ways, symbolized the dichotomy of responding to trauma and and horrible life circumstances, and how some people will try to take a horrible thing that happens to them and and transform their lives and try to make the world a better place as a result of it. And then you have other people like the Joker who take a trauma and instead they uh, they just decide to become part of the madness, which is basically what what happens with Joker. Uh, so. I bottom line I, w- I think I would give this movie a B minus. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was an interesting take on the Joker's origin. I I would like to kind of in my own way think of it as maybe the entire movie we watched was just sort of something in Arthur Fleck's imagination because that that's something that Todd Phillips does in the film is sort of plays with our senses we're not even sure now if what we've seen is what we've seen which i think is very clever on on his part so who knows maybe maybe the this entire movie was just something that arthur fleck imagined in which case uh then then i think anything's kind of up for grabs but if uh if you haven't seen the joker well i don't know why you're listening to the spoiler review if you have but if you haven't seen the joker definitely it's it's worth a view it's it's definitely worth going out and seeing it i I guess the reason that I'm saying that I don't feel the need to see it again, it's just, it's very dreary, and, and I, uh, of course it has to be dreary, you, you can't, this is, it, it's a, it's a tragedy, it's, you're, you're, you're witnessing the, basically the fall of, of this guy, uh, and, but I, I just feel like real life is dreary enough that I don't, I don't need to further expose myself to that. I felt the same way about 12, uh, what was it, uh, oh my god, I'm going to get the title wrong, 7, was it 7 years a, a slave, 12 years a slave? Uh, this is horrible that I don't remember, but it was a very, uh, oh, was 12 years a slave, thank god. Uh, took a few years off there in the beginning. Uh, I, I, it was a very well-made movie. I liked 12 Years a Slave, but I just, it was so brutal and just so raw that I just, I did, I felt like I didn't need to, I, I had seen it once and that was, that was all I needed. So, uh, it is at your local theaters. Go out and see Joker and check out some of our other episodes on the Justice Nerds podcast. We've been on a bit of a hiatus because both Chris and I have had some life events coming up. Myself, we, a uh, new, new baby, uh, Chris has had some different things coming up as well, and so it's been a little harder to put out the episodes consistently, but uh, I, I thought maybe to just kind of keep things going, I'll, uh, he and I will kind of do these little hit-and-run recordings every once in a while in addition to the show so thank you so much for listening and as always live long and prosper use the force remember that with great power comes great responsibility 
and eat your vegetables. That's not from a movie, but it's just a good thing to do. Bye-bye and take care. You just smile.